Welcome to Golden Point Sports, your number one sports talk podcast. Now for your host, two guys who are killing the dad bod book, living out their faith, and talking sports, Robert Foster and Brad Winter. folks on today's episode brad and i are going to talk about the nfl week 14 review preview week 15 brad we got football on thursday night two games on saturday we got games on sunday your steelers play on monday uh you know listen we uh we, we got a pretty exciting weekend but not just because of the nfl brad but it's championship weekend in college football as well and um yeah it's, it's definitely gonna be interesting um if you're if if you wanted a day just to sit back and relax and just watch some football uh this saturday uh is definitely the day to do it i mean sunday's got some good games too but well either way brad let's uh let's talk about this stuff um but first and foremost how are you doing today uh i'm doing good man uh you know i'm quarantining because i've got it worth that i've gotten covid uh so it's been good because i get to spend more time with the girls but uh you know, it is what it is. It's it's not bad here. We're getting a little bit of uh, flurries today, so not bad. It, we we had a little bit of flurries earlier. It's pretty cold out there. Uh, it definitely definitely a time to to you know be bundled up for sure. But you know, COVID man, it's, it's it definitely is hitting everybody. Our thoughts and prayers to everybody affected by COVID. Um, I you know I've already had to go through the quarantining as well. I've had two plus weeks uh, of being in quarantine. Uh, that was a couple of months ago, but either way. Um, we're good now, obviously, but either way, all right, Brad. So let's talk about something that happened in the NBA, and that's Giannis Antetokounmpo. I hope I said that right. I love saying that name, though, even if I said it wrong. I like just saying the name, it's a cool name. Um, he signed the largest contract in NBA history, Brad, uh, to stay at least the next five years in Milwaukee. Um, he's got an option to get out after the, after the fourth year. Um, and then also, I, I, listen, I think that this is really good for the NBA because it's a smaller market team getting to keep a bigger name around. And in all honesty, being, you know, being a fan of a smaller market team like yourself and I are, the Grizzlies, I think that it's, it's good for us as fans, you know, to see, oh, they're keeping stars around because John Morant, for instance, I mean, he's, he's a you know, not a huge star, but I think he can be a big star. And uh, I hope – I think that they will keep him around. But either way, I, I think that this gives hope for the NBA uh, on a smaller scale because a lot of people thought Giannis was going to go to the Lakers or, you know, the Clippers – well, I don't know about the Clippers – but the Lakers or the Heat or even the Dallas Mavericks. Who, Granted, yes, the Dallas Mavericks are a smaller market team too, but um, they're probably – they're a little more popular in Milwaukee, I would say. Either way, Brad, I, I like this move, but Giannis, I, I'm again as a fan of a smaller market team, I'm thankful to him for staying with Milwaukee um, and showing that to them. But either way, Brad, what is your thoughts on on that move by Giannis? I mean, I mean, it's it's a lot of money. Is that what kept him there? I guess is the question. Um, but either way, well, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I, I think I've kind of I, I know I I saw the news, and I guess I was just wondering. You know, is he staying for the money, or is he really staying because he loves Milwaukee and he wants to? Uh, you know, obviously, even if he were to left, he would have left. I mean, he probably goes down as one of the best Bucks players ever to play in a in a Bucks uniform. 
but as you say, because he wants to win that championship, he wants to bring uh, an NBA championship to, to Milwaukee and, and uh, to the Bucks organization. Uh, I would like to believe he, he, he does, uh, but then as you've seen the last two, three years in the playoffs, it's just really him. I mean, yeah, Chris Middleton's great in the season, but he doesn't show up in the playoffs. Um, and then eventually all you got to do is focus on Giannis, let everybody else shoot. And the Bucks are eliminated every year in the playoffs. Uh, they don't even get the chance to even play in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and so so that would be my only thing is, you know, did he stay for the money? Did he stay for loyalty? That, uh, yet, that's yet to find out because um, if they start sucking it up in year two or three, does he ask, we traded. Uh, but then you got to think, I mean, in two or three years, is he still going to be at the level where people are going to pay the amount of money that the Milwaukee Bucks just gave him? So, um, so it's yet to, yet to be seen, but uh, I think if he actually stayed for the city, I think it's a really cool uh, example of loyalty, uh, something we don't really get to see in pro sports anymore, uh, especially in NBA. But at the same time, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, man. Yeah, definitely. I like that. I like – I mean, I just like the move. Maybe – Maybe it's the start of a trend um, that we'll see. I, I, I kind of doubt it, but uh, it seems like all the big stars go, you know, they go they go elsewhere. They go to the big markets. Um, and, hey, that's probably better for them long term, so I'm not faulting them for that. But, uh, yeah, we, we just hope that maybe, maybe some smaller – maybe some bigger names stay with smaller teams. That'd be nice. All right, uh, let's talk about college football. This past weekend – Auburn, they fired Gus Malzahn, Gus Malzahn uh, even after a win. You know, I, I think that was probably planned, I would think. Um, you know, Auburn, I, I guess that they just wanted to get over the hump. Um, you know, he's, pro- he's pretty consistent with nine-win seasons. Um, there's a lot of teams out there who would be really grateful for that, for a consistent, you know, nine-win seasons and whatnot like that, or – or, or, you know, around about nine wins at least. Like um, I know as a Vols fan, I'd be cool with, you know, nine wins every year. Uh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Nine, ten wins. You know, maybe maybe every three or four years you, you actually, you know, win your division and maybe your conference or something. But, um, you know, I, I, I guess, again, Gus, he just, um, he just couldn't get them over the hump as much as they would have liked. So, I guess I understand it, but at the same time, um, he—I think he's a great coaching candidate out there for for jobs that will need filling. Um, you yeah, know, he, like, does it does it not blow your mind that they didn't like him so much that they they not not the school like the boosters themselves gave him like twenty five million dollars to walk away. Well, not walk away. He got forced to walk away. But the, the fact is that they raised. I mean, imagine if you took that twenty five million. And put it towards you know the Southern Alabama economy uh, that that needs it. But anyway, that's just a side note. I just, it just blows my mind that uh, the boosters that that he they didn't think he was doing a good enough job. But they were willing to give him twenty five million dollars to delete like to leave. I mean who who I mean who I mean I, I'd hate not to coach anymore. But I mean I'm gonna get a twenty five million dollar payday. I mean shoot, especially if you know, if you know someone else is gonna take take you take him up pretty quick. So. All right. Well, I mean, for twenty five million, I I might be able to retire, honestly. Um, so you know, it's it's it is what it is. Um, all right. So everything else that happened in the uh, college football this past weekend, uh, Coastal Carolina they continue to win, uh, but only by four against Detroit team. 
I thought they should have won by more, so maybe it's a little troubling, but eh, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like when I get to my up. Is that it? Um, UNC, uh, they ran all over the Miami Hurricanes. I mean, it was like 550 yards. Listen, I got a guy who who listens to his podcast as well, but he, uh, I work around him. He's a huge Miami fan, and he, uh, I, I mean, he he's got. He's not a big fan of the direction they're going in, even though I thought they were having a pretty good year. They uh, they just seemingly can't stop North Carolina from running the ball. Um, but, you know, like 550 yards of rushing, that's – I mean, and one yeah, player, I don't know. One player had yeah. eight yards himself. Yeah, yeah. I, but anyways, either way, I, I don't know. Um, Miami, they might have had hopes of – I don't know, maybe sneaking into the playoff. I doubt it would happen. They'd have to have a lot go their way. But, um, yeah, that's definitely gone now. Uh, but, anyways, big shout-out to uh, Jimmy, the big uh, Miami Hurricane fan. Um, all right, so LSU, they beat Florida. Uh, and I was surprised about this a lot. Not really that Florida lost, but that LSU beat them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, LSU basically ends Florida's chances at the playoff. I would think – I mean, I think that they would probably need a whole lot to happen. Um, but I really don't think that they'll be able to get in. I I truly doubt it. But maybe if they beat Bama and then a couple other things happen, maybe, but I, I doubt it. Um, but anyways, I mean, I guess you could say that Florida's a shoe-in to miss the playoffs. Yeah, anyways, I'll let that just sit there for a second. Uh, uh, <laughs> And, all right, so anyways, Brad, uh, this weekend is conference championship. And uh, obviously, we will we will predict them in just a moment. But what else do we have to look forward to? Yeah, so, I mean, we do have championship weekend. I have one game on the slate that's not – or two games uh, that aren't championship games, but I think are definitely worth at least looking at, at least for a – looking at a specific team playing or the matchup. Uh, but the cheapest ticket not ranked is Ole Miss versus LSU. At, you can go to a game at Death Valley for an SEC game for $16. I mean, this is a year, especially coming off of a win off of Florida. Uh, and the cheapest ranked ticket is number five, Texas A&M against Tennessee at $44. So if you want to go to Neyland Stadium, this is the weekend to go, $44. And you can see number five team in the country. Uh, and the most expensive ticket, non-ranked, is Florida State at Wake Forest, $65. Uh, both teams, I think they both have won three games, maybe four. Uh, I don't know why you'd pay $65 for this game, but that's what that's the most expensive non-ranked. And then the expensive, the most expensive ranked is the ACC championship, number two, Notre Dame, number three, Clemson, for $1,157. So if you just have about $1,200 laying around per ticket, I'd say go for it. Uh, if not, I mean, just watch it on TV. It's going to be on ABC at 3 p.m. That's what I'm going to do. All right. So anyway, games to watch. Let's go down the list. So I'm going to go through the, the two games that – Aren't championship games? Well, I guess one is, uh, but I don't think it's as big of a game as the others, obviously. But the first game is Ball State versus Buffalo. Look, it's on Friday night, ESPN. The only reason why I think this is a good game to watch because right now Buffalo is 5-0, and Jared Patterson is putting on a show. So if he played for a Power 5 team, he'd probably up there in the Heisman, uh, Heisman votes. But, I mean, he plays for Buffalo. He plays in the MAC, so he's just not going to be up there. Uh, but if you want to see Jared Patterson, who, I mean, obviously is on a lot of people's draft boards, uh, maybe not first round, maybe maybe second, third, or even fourth round, but uh, he this is the game to watch him. So, 6.30, Friday, ESPN. Uh, the second game that's 
it's not as big of a game, but it is I, I didn't realize I thought it was, but then I, I didn't realize it's the Mountain West Conference Championship. You had the one loss Boise State Broncos uh, versus the number 24 San Jose State. Uh, they just got into the rankings. They're six and zero, be five and one, or sorry, they're seven zero, be five and one Nevada. That was one of my games to watch last week. Uh, be five and one Nevada uh, to get into the Mountain West Conference Championship. That'd be a three fifteen on Fox. And then if you go through the list, you have the Big Ten Championship. You have number fourteen Northwestern versus the undeserving uh, number four Ohio State. But I guess we can get into that later. Eleven a.m. on Fox. Uh, if you win five games this season, well, we're just pushing the Big Ten Championship or the Pac twelve. You know, it is what it is. Uh, the Big Ten Championship, you have number 10, OU, at number six, Iowa State. Iowa State beat them earlier in the year, and it wasn't really close. Uh, so this is a rematch with an OU team that's really gotten the train going, um, and, and a lot of people see them as a, as a top 10 team. Uh, they are number 10, but some people have them at number seven and eight in the rankings. Uh, that's at 11 a.m. on ABC. And then you have at 2.30, you will have the Sunbelt Championship. In the most years, no one cares about the Sunbelt Championship. Usually – Appalachian State, App State wins it. You know, Arkansas State, not a big deal. But, but this year, they're ranked. It's a ranked matchup. You have number 19, University of Louisiana, Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, going against the number 12, Coastal Carolina, Chanteliers. So, that'd be 230 ESPN. I think that could be a good game to watch. They're both ranked. Uh, go down the list at 3 p.m. on ABC is the ACC Championship, number three, uh, Clemson at number two, Notre Dame. Uh, maybe this is the year that Notre Dame finally realizes that they need to be in a conference. Uh, throw the history out, throw the independence out, throw the NBC deal out. Well, maybe not that. But regardless, it shows that they should be in a conference. Uh, that's at 3 p.m. on ABC. So, again, this is a stacked day for college football. Uh, and then you go to and then you go to 7 o'clock. I don't know if this is going to be worth, worth watching, but maybe Florida keeps it closer than many people think. But number one, Bama against number seven, Florida, 7 p.m. at CBS. I think it's the last year you actually get to hear, uh, uh, was it Gene or, or Vern or Vern? I don't know. Anyway, all the CBS announcers are terrible. So this is like the last year you really have to hear them because next year they're moving to ESPN. But that's just me. Uh, and then at 7 p.m. on ABC. Hey, hey, Jim Nance and Tony Romo don't deserve that type of disrespect. Oh, and I'm, I'm, well, I'm talking about college football. I'm talking about college football. Oh, oh well, college yeah, football. college football. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right. Uh, and then another, another matchup that I necessarily wouldn't – wouldn't really recommend, but they're both ranked. It could be a closer game. This is the best opponent besides SMU that since he's played. It's number 23, Tulsa, versus number 19 – or, sorry, number 9, Cincinnati, and that will be 7 p.m. on ABC. Against This is all central time, uh, but but there's – it's a big weekend, championship weekend. Like I said, there's two other games – or really, I guess, one other game that's not a championship game that's worth watching just because of an NFL prospect. Uh, but I would say that I would put it aside your Saturday, this Saturday, if you can unless you're visiting family for Christmas, whatever, uh, and then sit down and just been watching college football. For sure, for sure. You know, CBS loses SEC. Who do you, who do you think they – do you think they pick up maybe the ACC possibly or well, – The ACC already has a deal with ESPN. Like, they have the ACC. Is that – okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, ACC at the SEC network, but, I mean, they're taking all the games. Uh, where ACC, I mean, usually it's on an ESPN affiliate like ABC or the ACC network. Could could CBS pick up the Big Twelve or are they Fox? Uh, maybe Fox. Fox usually has Big Twelve and Pac twelve, so I mean they could pick up like the AAC. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I I, th- I think they're kind of in a pickle right now because they lose SEC. Uh, there's not really a conference that's just out there looking for a TV deal um, because of the the TV deals that are already established. Because like I said Pac twelve, Big Twelve are on Fox, uh, ACC. 
and SEC or an ESPN, and then Big Ten. I mean, Big Ten's on Fox. They're, they're with, Big Ten's associated with Fox too. So that's I don't what they know. Can't do. I mean, I mean, you know, before this, SEC was I mean a staple on CBS. So this being a conference couldn't move out of a a TV deal and move on to CBS to have their own network. So maybe that's a conversation for another day. But CBS, I mean, they. They lost Thursday night football. They lost. Uh, they lost SEC. Uh, they. They. I mean, golf. I guess. I. I mean. I, anyways, that's that's conversation for another day. But. Um, but yeah, CBS is troubles uh, and their woes. Um, I mean, never know. They could be the next to lose NFL too. Uh, I doubt it, but maybe. Well, that's um, a big statement, but yeah, maybe. I, well, you know, you got like Amazon Prime coming on and all that too. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I just, anyways, we'll we'll see. All right, so let's uh, let's give our college world top ten, and then we'll uh, and then we will predict the five big games in college football. Brad, um, my top ten is Alabama number one, Notre Dame number two, number three I got Texas A&M, number four I got Clemson, number five I have Ohio State. Number six, I have Cincinnati. Number seven, I have Iowa State. Number eight, I have Florida. Number nine, I have Georgia. And number ten, I have Indiana. Um, go, go through, go through. If you don't mind, go through four through ten. I didn't. I missed some of those, but I'll go through all of them. So I got number one, Alabama. Number two, Notre Dame. Number three, Texas A&M. Um, number four, Clemson. Number five, Ohio State. So. You kind of see where you know where I say where the top the the college football teams should playoff teams should be. But either way, um, number six Cincinnati, number five Ohio State, number six Cincinnati, number seven Iowa State. Um, honestly, Cincinnati's a team that I contemplated dropping more just because they haven't played in like a month. Um, but I wanted to stay a little consistent with them. I like them. You know, I want to give them a little bit of respect. RS. E oh my goodness R E S T E C T there we go I can't I can't spell on air apparently number seven Iowa State number eight Florida number nine Georgia and number ten Indiana okay all right no, no that makes sense uh, I, my five are obviously the same five just different order uh, outside of the top two but I have one Bama two Notre Dame three Clemson four Texas A and M which now granted after the ACC championship you really could see A and M sneak up to the number three spot there. Uh, or or number two, I, I don't see yeah, maybe maybe yeah. Uh, number five, Ohio State again. I mean, I know they can't help their scheduling woes, but they also weren't even trying to uh, to make up some of those schedule some of those those mishaps in the games. Uh, I think they could have done better there. Um, number six, Cincinnati again. Kind of like you, I, I don't know if I trust them being at six, but again, I mean, they are undefeated. Uh, I want to keep them there just for right now. Um, number seven, Indiana. Uh, I know they lost Penix, but they've looked good even without Penix at quarterback. So, uh, good coaching there by Tom Allen. Uh, number eight, I have Northwestern. I don't think Northwestern is a great team, but because they are playing Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship, I do think they deserve top ten. They have one loss. I know it's Michigan State, but they do have one loss. Um, this is their 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 uh, time to really say whether or not they're a smart school or not. Um, back that up. Uh, number nine, Iowa State. Uh, I do. Th- Iowa State six right now in the AP poll. Um, you know they're a good team. They're a good two-loss team. It's the highest ranking they've ever had in school history. Um, you know I-, I think they're doing great there. But uh, number nine and then number ten, I put Coastal Carolina. I know they almost lost to Troy, but 
in that game, they were leading for majority of that game, and I know they let Troy come back. Um, they had to score 45 seconds left to win the game. Um, but, uh, you know, every team's going to have a tested game, um, except unless you're Alabama. <laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, Coastal Carolina, I think they beat, they beat ULL this weekend. I mean, they've had, they have a better resume than Cincinnati, in my opinion. Um, and I think they should be getting a lot more RESPECT than uh, Cincinnati. What um, so if you're looking at um, if you're looking at this at these rankings, what what has to happen this weekend, right? Before we predict what happened or what we think is going to happen, what has to happen for some of these teams to get in and out? Like Alabama, I think you know if they beat Florida State at one, obviously, um, but I think Notre Dame, I, I think that Notre Dame and Clemson both get in unless if Clemson beats Notre Dame, I think they both get in, but unless Clemson blows Notre Dame out, I mean if they blow them out, then I think the Notre Dame could possibly get out. Um, I I don't really see it. Um, I think Notre Dame just I think Notre Dame is a as a high money maker for them, and I just don't know if I can see them knocking them out altogether. But maybe. Uh, and then I you know Clemson again if they beat Notre Dame obviously they're in. If they lose to Notre Dame though, I think they're out. I think that opens the door for like a Texas A and M. I think that that's the biggest one to open the door for Texas A and M. Uh, and then, obviously, if Ohio State wins, they're going to be in. Um, so, you know, I think, again, I, I, Texas A&M, um, if Clemson wins and doesn't doesn't just blow Notre Dame out the water, then um, then Texas A&M um, is, is definitely the odd man out. Maybe Iowa State, if they do win, uh, is out, is the odd man out. Um, I, I think the only way – for say a Cincinnati to get in, I really doubt they do. But I think the only way they get in is Alabama wins, Notre Dame wins, Texas A&M loses to Tennessee, which I really doubt that happens. But uh, you never know; it could, I guess. Um, so, I guess Ohio State loses to Northwestern. I guess right. Right. And then Ohio State, yeah, if Ohio State also lost as well. But the problem with Cincy, though, is if Iowa State takes care of Oklahoma, I mean, I really I really would be surprised if they took a Cincinnati over Iowa State. But I, I, mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, well, all right. So, either way, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. It really is. It's really tricky um, to, to, to just – see how it's going to work out see how it you know how it's going to yeah but either way all right let's um let's let's go here let's give some predictions let's predict it a little bit here brad so first up is florida and alabama um i think i think both of us probably feel comfortable taking alabama here um but i mean any chance you take florida no no i mean i mean i think this is the best offense that bama's going to face all year but i think there's just I mean, you see the issue turnovers. It's what will kill Florida against LSU. I mean, they were four for eight in the red zone. I mean, you're not you can't be you're not going to be Alabama if you're going four for eight against LSU team that's been struggling all year on defense in the red zone. So, uh, yeah, I, I I mean, I think a lot of people want there to be hope, but I just I don't know. I mean, I always viewed it as a huge upset. I know some people are like, well, they're seven, but I still would view it as a big upset, a huge upset if Florida knocked off Bama this weekend. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. 
Um, all right, so Northwestern versus Ohio State. Um, I'm going to take Ohio State in this. I'm going to be really surprised if Northwestern wins. But, yeah, so I mean, I'm going to take Ohio State in this as well. Yeah, you know, part of me really wants to take Northwestern. It's not even the fact that I don't like Ohio State or that they only played five games. I mean, outside of the Michigan State game, they've done well. Um, now, they haven't had the same schedule as Ohio State. Wisconsin has shown to be somewhat of a bust this year um, after being ranked 10th to start the season. Um, so I, I will take Ohio State, but I really do think that this could be a close game. I think this could be the closest game outside the Indiana game for Ohio State this year. Does Northwestern possibly get in if they were to win? Uh, I mean, see, they don't have one off, is, right? So they, I feel like this is the convert, like this is the debate that we've had since the college football playoffs start started. Is do you take conference champions or do you take you, what you think is the four best teams? I mean, so I mean, yes, Northwestern beat number five Ohio State or number four wherever they are right now. Uh, but at the same time, uh. Who else have they beat? You know, they beat a ranked Wisconsin, who's kind of been a bust. Um, and I really can't think of anybody else in Northwestern. I mean, yeah, they beat Illinois 28-10, and that was right after they fired – or they fired Lovey Smith right after the game. I mean, it wasn't a close game. So, I don't know. I mean, now if Northwestern put Indiana and beat them better than Ohio State did with Penix at quarterback, then, then, yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, they win the Big Ten, put them in. But, again, this is this debate that's going to happen until it's expanded is do you – do you value conference championships or do you value uh, strength of schedule? Right, right. Uh, Clemson, Notre Dame, Brad. I mean, I think this one's a hard one. Again, um, Clemson, I think's out of it if Notre Dame wins. I, I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, I really, yeah, Clemson's out of it if Notre Dame wins this. But um, is Notre Dame out if they get blown out? Uh, maybe that's the question too. Um, but I mean, I think that this is harder. I'm going to take Clemson. Um, but I mean, I can definitely see Notre Dame winning again. Yeah. Um, the, listen, Brad, the other question is if Notre Dame were to win the ACC championship, can they really, can they really just not come back next year and try to defend it? You know, I mean, honestly, um, should they, should they stay in the conference at least one more year? Cause Hey, you just became the champion. So, but either way, um, yeah, I mean, how do you, that's a different conversation for a different day too, probably. But, um, but yeah, Clemson, Notre Dame, who do you got? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think cause, so I know we we're going to talk about this and I'm trying to just look at their schedules too. I mean, the, the most impressive win Clemson has is, I mean, they beat Miami 42, 17. They beat UNC by one, which really, I mean, they, they probably shouldn't have won. Let's just be honest. Uh, they right. beat, and then they, uh, yeah, this is 2019, it's not that. But but regardless, so, I mean, when you're looking at this stuff, uh, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to think. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. I think you have Notre Dame who, who beat UNC pretty well, uh, beat UNC pretty well, uh, obviously beat Clemson. But then they, have, then they have games like they beat Louisville 12-7. to 7. Um, And so um, – I think just be different. I'm gonna go Notre Dame, but I will say that I'm not confident. I don't. And it might not say. That might sound really weird, but I'm. I think. I think if I'm gonna give the edge, I might go with Notre Dame and Ian Book, uh, just by a hair, but not much. Okay. Okay. All right. So I got Clemson there. You got Notre Dame. All right. I like it. Um, 
Oklahoma, Iowa State, just because Iowa State already beat them once and because I want to see if there's a chance Iowa State could sneak into the playoff, I'm going to take Iowa State here. Yeah, I – man, this is this is another one where I really – I mean, if I'm being real honest, I think this could be divided by hairs. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, be, and if you would have asked me at the beginning of the season, I would have told you, I mean, Oklahoma will get blown out. But, I mean – they they had to go they, – they barely beat Texas. Texas is ranked. Uh, they lose by seven in the first game to Iowa State. Uh, and then, I mean, they really haven't had a close game since then. I've been taking care of business. Showed a little bit against Baylor, only beating them by two touchdowns. But, but if you look at the rest of the games outside of their two losses, uh, I mean, they've all been by three or four touchdowns or more. Right. I mean, Oklahoma, uh, they've gotten it together, or so it seems. But, I mean, here, yeah. I'm just going to take Iowa State for it. And I would say, I would, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Iowa State in the playoffs just because of, they're just not – they're a program that just hasn't ever really been that good except for the last, you know, four or five years of Matt Campbell. Uh, I'm going to go OU here. OU here. I, I just think OU's on a roll right now. Not saying Iowa State's not, but I, I just think OU's on a roll. And uh, – I mean, it's, I, and I said this before, and I know I just picked Notre Dame to beat Clemson again, uh, but uh, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick OU here to win. Okay, all right. Uh, last one, Washington and USC. Can we both go? Or I'm sorry, it's Oregon and USC. Yes. Uh, my apologies. Um, USC is who I'm gonna go with, but I mean, you know, they struggle with UCLA as well. So I I don't know. I'm gonna go with USC here. Um, yeah, USC, I'm going to go with them. And, hey, could USC somehow sneak in? I doubt it, um, but um, but maybe there's a path for that, too. Yeah, um, you know, I was looking at the schedule this weekend. I guess it was – I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I guess I just overlooked uh, USC and Oregon. Uh, Oregon, I mean, their two losses have not been good losses. Uh, they've had a – all their games have been closed this year. You can say the same thing about USC, but – USC has been able to come back and win games, and I think that's the difference. So I'm going to pick USC here just because I think they can finish games a lot better right now than Oregon can. Okay. All right. I like it. All right, Brad, that is our predictions for championship weekend. Um, and so, yeah, folks, I mean, um, when, we, when we post this episode up, uh, also there's a post on our Facebook page. Um, so go, you know, Golden Point Sports. You don't want to do um, Belt or, or Mount West or, Ma- or uh, what is it? I, I guess, Coastal. yeah, I mean, sure. Um, I'll take Coastal Carolina and Buffalo. Uh, well, Buffalo, that- oh, yeah, Buffalo. It was the MAC. I don't know if it's the MAC championship, but, uh, yeah, I think I'll take Coastal Carolina. Uh, although, they, I mean, again, it's, it's hard to be a team twice. Louisiana Lafayette's good when they want to be. Uh, what do you, who do you have for between Tulsa and Cincinnati in the Conference USA? Oh, Cincinnati. I'll take Cincinnati. Uh, I'm going to actually pick – I think Tulsa here with an upset. I'm going to pick Tulsa okay. here. So. Uh, and then the other one is Mountain West. You got uh, Boise State versus San Jose State. Um, San Jose State. They're pretty good this year, right? Yeah, they're ranked 24th or 7-0. Uh, I'm going right. to go to Boise here. Uh, I think Boise's not a terrible team. Hey, I, we don't we don't have to count this, but hey, we can always we can look back on it. And we can see what we uh yeah we can give our predictions or whatnot. Sure. Hey, why not? Right? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Anything yeah, to we, catch you up? Anything to catch you up? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Let's uh we, we'll we we'll might put a little graph or graphic or something up on the on the page. We'll be looking out for that. But all right, let's let's go to the NFL. Let's week fourteen preview. Um, or review. I'm sorry of the NFL. Fun week. A really fun week. 
um, Brad. Definitely, definitely some good games uh, for sure. Um, or games that should have been really good, maybe weren't necessarily great, but still. Um, so the Rams, they may be on their way back to a second Super Bowl appearance in three years, Brad. I, I think that they're the best team in the NFC right now, personally, but we'll, we'll get to that whenever I get to my power rankings. Um, I think they're really coming together. I really do. Uh, I think the Pats, uh, they apparently scored all their points last week against the Chargers because uh, uh, they, yeah. Um, they're still in the playoff hunt, though. Hey. I I mean, I, I think they're out of it. But, hey, there there's some stuff that could happen. Um, the Titans, I think they had a predictable, uh, dominant bounce back win over the Jags. I mean, Derrick Henry broke the record for the most 200-plus yard games with two touchdowns. Um, as he got his fourth, which beats out like a guy like Barry Sanders, who also commended him for that. Um, very, very nice to accolade there. As Derrick Henry is on his way to, um, you know, trying to be an MVP. Yeah, he's an MVP candidate. I doubt he's going to win it, but he's an MVP candidate. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If he breaks 2,000 yards, maybe, maybe. Um, all right, the Bucks won, uh, but I think the Vikings would have probably won if Dan Bailey, uh, you know, could have actually hit his hit his uh, hit his kicks. That's for sure. What three field goals and a missed PAT? Yeah, just uh, not good. Um, Tom Brady's age, I think, is really starting to show a little too, in my opinion, Brad. Um, I might I might eat those words come playoff time. Who knows? Um, the Chiefs, they win another game by only one possession. Brad, I know you like to I know you like to hear that because uh you you don't think the Chiefs are as good as they as they are, and I don't think that they're as good as advertised either, but only winning one game by one possession, um, you know, they they seem like they're better um than what they should be. Um I do think that they do need to play better and start being the dominant team that their record says they are personally. But, um, yeah, you are who you are, who you play and or you beat who you play, yada, yada, yada. So, Drew Lockie finally had a good game, but I still think he's a bust. Um, Panthers win that game with CMC, and they really do. Speaking of quarterbacks having a good game, Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky did, I think. Um, any chance at all that the, beer, that the Bears stick with him longer than they should if he continues to play well? Uh, I mean, I mean, Bears right, are right outside the playoffs after all. I doubt it. They probably shouldn't. But, hey, uh, you never know. Maybe they, maybe it's a hard decision for him. Maybe he makes it a harder decision for him. Um, the Cardinals, they got back on track and exposed the Giants, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Andy Dalton, he got his revenge on the Bengals. Um, the Cowboys, should they have really won that game, though? Honestly, should they have really won that game? You know, when you're, when you're, when you're out of the playoffs, when you have a really bad record and you win games at the end of the year – should you have really – especially against a team that if you would have lost to them, you could have been – you could have had a higher pick than them. Um, but it is what it is. All right, so, so um, I really do wish Joe Burrow would have been able to play in that game, though, because I think Joe Burrow versus Andy Dalton would have probably been pretty interesting. Uh, and the Bengals probably would have been closer if not actually won that game. Um, all right, so um, the Colts, they really helped their playoff chances while also hurting the Raiders. Good on the Colts, uh, bad on the Raiders. The Seahawks, they embarrassed the Jets, plain and simple. The Packers had a pretty good controlling, pretty controlling one over the Lions, but, I mean, they did let the Lions cover the spread. I mean, some people might say that's not a good thing. I don't know. Um, the Chargers versus Falcons game was turnover galore and uh, just was a bad game in general, Brad. It really was. Um, watched it on red zone, just bad. 
Um, the Chargers actually did finish the game, which is surprising, uh, even against the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons have a problem with uh, finishing games, too. But either way, uh, I don't think Anthony Lynn saved his job by winning that game. Washington's defensive line may be legit, Brad. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, Chase Young is – I mean, he might just be for real. Um, it's full of first-rounders and full of potential. Um, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, they beat the Saints. I mean, yeah, I'm just as surprised. I mean, you know, has Carson Wentz officially lost his starting job? I mean, it may have happened. I mean, Jalen Hurts, is it just one of those things where the Saints just weren't as prepared as they should have been? Um, or, hey, maybe the Eagles are just better. Maybe, hey, you never know. If they slip into the playoffs, if they can go on a run, slip into the playoffs, you never know. Um, so, Brad, either way, the Bills, I think they're a really good team. I bring – I say you because uh, they beat your Steelers. Um, but I also think the Steelers' offense is just looking bad, Brad. I mean, and the defense, I mean, they have injuries um, that I think is starting to catch up to them, in my opinion. Maybe maybe not as much, but that offense, that a run game is just – their run game is pitiful right now, for sure. Um, speaking of a team that needs Jarrett Patterson, right? Uh, so, finally, uh, the Browns and the Raven games was definitely one of the best games of the year. Uh, the Ravens helped keep their playoff hopes alive, too. Um, while the Browns also make their chances um, – I mean, they, they have a really high chance of making the playoffs already. But, I mean, um, listen, Browns, they competed a lot. Uh, they competed really well. And, um, you know, they really needed that win, I think, um, just for the morale of the team. But either way, they um, – you never know. Does the Steelers really want to see the Browns or the or or the Ravens in the playoffs again, though? Maybe not. I, I mean, either way, Brad, what, what is your thoughts on this week's game, your Steelers, and just how all that went? Yeah, so, yeah, I agree with you. The Steelers, obviously – they have some issues on offense, drops. I, mean, I mentioned that last week. And uh, at least Tomlin ran over word, ran in this word and benched Deontay Johnson uh, after his second drop in four minutes in the beginning of the game. Um, but I will say, hey, the, I mean, the Bills are a good team. Uh, I think, me and you were talking before. The Washington game is a game that the Steelers really needed to win, um, you know. Uh, I did see a stat the other day. It said the Saints went 13-0 and back in 2009. Uh, lost their last three games by less than – or they only scored 17 or less points the last three games and lost all three last games and won the Super Bowl. I mean, will that happen this year? I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, well, I hate hypothetical situations. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of work going on. I haven't really been a fan, big fan of Randy Fincher. I mean, if you were to talk to me, even I mean, even Todd Haley, I mean, we, we had – on paper, the Steelers have had a great – offense like terrific offense and yet there's nothing to show for it there's not playoff wins there's not Super Bowl appearances uh there's just nothing and, and it, it's sad and so um so yeah I mean I think they have some time to fit you know the the fix the offense I mean I've even heard somebody say a former sealer I can't remember who it was it might be Ryan Clark that said you should just sit all the starters until the playoffs I mean we clinched the playoffs you know, it's probably a good chance that the Steelers clinch the AFC North. I think with this, the the age of this team, the injuries that are piling up, that might actually wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, when you're playing a cornerback, a linebacker, uh, and Marcus Allen, when you're playing uh, literally every single offensive lineman you have left uh, to where at one point in the game, they didn't have any other, other offensive linemen put into the game because of all the injuries. Um, 
you know, there, there's just a lot of questions. There are a lot of injuries that are going on. Uh, you know, obviously, the Steelers lost Bud Dupree, who uh, was actually with T.J. Watt. They led the league in, in tandem sacks for, for on defense, uh, and I think he was third in the league in tackles for loss, I believe, uh, and even sacks over the last three years. And so, in saying that, I mean, there's just a lot of injuries. Um, and uh, anyway, so I digress. But, yeah, there's a lot of work the series have to do. Uh, Cincinnati is probably a good bounce back game, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a close game uh, just because of all the offensive woes right now. I mean, defense played their heart out the first the first half. I mean, there's only so much you can do when you're holding Josh Allen and the Bills to zero or three points in the first half because they had 10, but at the same time, uh, seven of them were off of a pick six. So um, when you're holding – and then I think some of the calling in the second half on defense with the all-out blitzes and leaving Stephon Diggs one-on-one uh, – I don't know. So, mixture of play calling, I think mixture of exhaustion on, on the defense and just injuries are just piling up. I hear you. Okay. Oh, it was a good week. It was a really good week. Was, yeah, right, Brad, yeah. so- Sorry, I kind of dwelled on the Steelers, but overall, I thought it was a good week. And I think Jalen Hurts could be very well be a Lamar Jackson in the sense of he comes in, teams don't really know how to respond to him or don't know really how to play him on defense. He does well um, until his team start figuring him out. So, I, it's, it's an opportunity to see what he looks like. Um, in the next year or two. Uh, I agree. I agree completely. All right, Brad, what about the week 14 in college football goldies? Yeah, so let's get to that. So uh, get off my sailors. It's good. Uh, for goldies, uh, for MVP for the goldies, I had uh, your man, uh, the king of the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Derrick Henry, but the man carried it 20, 26 times for 215 yards, two touchdowns, averaged 8.3 yards per carry in the NFL. That's pretty insane. Uh, especially, I mean, that's just, that's just a lot. So, uh, and, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I put it over here uh, in the chat. I mean, sadly, the the, the MVP award is, is a quarterback award. Uh, I mean, if you take Derrick Henry out, out of the equation, are the Titans where they're at? Are they are they not in four? Uh, I would say probably not. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you can put all that on Ryan Tannehill and, and the receiver. So, um, anyway, I digress. Team, I put Philadelphia. Look, you beat the number one seed, the N- NFC, uh, the the eight and two – or uh, sorry, nine and – is it nine and two? I don't get confused. At this point in the season, I'm getting confused. Maybe like maybe they're ten and two. Yeah, ten and two. Uh, New Orleans Saints, uh, one of the best defenses in the league, and they uh, took care of them uh, with no problem. In fact, I told people to sit Miles Sanders last week, and he breaks off an 85 yard touchdown run. So, whatever. Uh, but they beat they beat New Orleans 24-21. Uh, rookie of the week is Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. Uh, there were a couple of different uh, people out there I could have nominated, but this man had 20 carries, 150 yards, two touchdowns including a really nice 65-yard touchdown. And I had that man starting one of my leagues, so I like it. And then uh, MVP for Goldies. Look, I was going to pick a wide receiver, uh, but then I looked at his opponent and I thought, well, I really don't want to take away from God. There, there's a tandem. Um, let me see. I th- sorry. I'll, I'll, skip, I'll skip MVP and go to game real quick. So uh, game uh, for the week in, in uh, college football, I had Memphis versus Houston. Now, Memphis is 7-3, and three, Houston's 3-6, and six, I believe. So, obviously, record-wise, not very great. But uh, Memphis was up 27-6 late in the third quarter against Houston. Houston fights back and ties it 27-27 with 28 seconds left. And then Memphis goes down and kicks the game with a field goal with no time on the clock. Uh, so, <laughs> so, in saying that, I, I, mean, that's a, I, I think any game like that is a great game. And then for the MVP, so I'll go back to this, uh, is, is Carter and Williams, the two running backs for UNC. I'm picking two people this week 
And because combined total, they had 544 yards rushing and five touchdowns. I mean, I mean, Williams averaged 10.3 yards per carry. Carter averaged 12.8 yards per carry. I mean, this is a ranked team. This is a top 10 team. They they racked up 544 yards together, five touchdowns, uh, and only off of 47 carries. Uh, still impressive. So, in saying that, I'm going to give two MVPs out this week. I'll just call it the UNC backfield uh, and try to include their names in the statistics. Uh, but then the upset of the week, I mean, this is a pretty obvious one, but it's LSU versus Florida. Uh, winning 37-34 against number six Florida, uh, infamous, infamous shoe uh, issue uh, that happened towards the end of the game. Uh, you know, Dan Mullen uh, directing the uh, the heat onto Ohio State, uh, you know. So, uh, I think there's a lot of issues. There's a meltdown going down in Florida right now. Uh, but that's definitely the upset of the week. For sure, Brad. All right, I like those goalies. All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, we will talk about our fantasy football starts and sits. All right, folks, and we are back. All right, fantasy football starts in sits, Brad. Um, here's the thing. Uh, you and I, we play each other in our Yahoo League this week. Um, uh, that's the only league that you and I are in, that you're still in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's all right. Well, you want to say much. You, you'll say, man, this is the only league I'm not in the championship in because uh, Brad's playing in it. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and, I mean, I do have a good shot in the other ones, but that is what it is. I honestly, um, Sam, look, you know, in that Yahoo League, not to make any, you know, excuses, but I, I've lost Sam B, I've lost Dak, I've lost OBJ, I've lost DJ Moore some, Aaron Jones some. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Josh J, you know, I'm just, I, I'm just saying I'm still there, you know? I mean, I'm just I, saying I even had a, it's just me, I don't know. I even had a blunder where one week I, I tied, and then also I had a blunder where I didn't put in a defense, and I lost by six points, but the Steelers' defense would have had, got me eight. <sighs> but, uh, hey, I'm in the playoffs, and, uh, yeah, if CMC was playing, I'd feel more comfortable about it, Brad. But, you, yeah, you may just beat me, but we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. Either way, let's give our fantasy football starts and sits. We hope that you all are still in the playoffs, and – uh, still will be in the playoffs come next week is most of the time. Week 16 is the championship week. I have a couple of leagues where that's not the case, but that's okay. I get to play in week 17, so that's nice. All right, fantasy football starts in sits, Brad. Um, you may not need that many suggestions, honestly, if you're in the playoffs too. I just want to point that out. I mean, you know, if you're in the playoffs, you probably know what you're doing, um, unless you're Brad. And you, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. uh, quarterback, I would start Mitchell Trubisky. Um, listen, he's kind of been on fire, honestly. Uh, and then I would set Tua. I just think that Bill Belichick will get to him. Yeah, so um, what people, most people don't know is I'm in the playoffs and all, but one of my league. It's okay. Uh, I'm going to start Tom Brady uh, versus Atlanta. Atlanta's given up a lot of points to quarterbacks every game this season. I know his age has been showing, but uh, I would start him this week. And then I would sit Deshaun Watson. Look, it's not even necessarily his fault. I mean, he has a terrible offensive line. Uh, he might or may not get a healthy Brandon Cooks for the entire game. And I don't know if Will Fuller's coming back this week. Is he coming back this week? Uh, no, Will Fuller is done. Okay, I thought, I thought he was done. done for the season. But regardless, I mean, he's had – Oh, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, who you're probably thinking about, but I think he's out too. Okay, well, regardless, I mean, the man has had two safeties the last two games. I mean, he just – he can't even get, get a chance to get down the field. Uh, you know, he was on fire for about four or five weeks there in the middle of the season. He's cooled off. I just wouldn't start him this week against, against Indianapolis. Um, Jalen Hurts, is that, a, is that an option at starting a quarterback start? 
Uh, I mean, I, I did see his name earlier, and I'm struggling to remember who they're playing this week. But, I mean, I, I guess it wouldn't they're, be – They're playing the Cardinals. I mean, they're playing the Cardinals. I mean, honestly, him versus – anyway, we'll get to it. But either way, I, I think he is a good guy to start this week. I actually yeah, am starting not, him. He's not a bad league. option. Um, I'm starting him in one league for sure. Um, all right, so running back, I would start Cam Akers. Um, by the way, I apologize to Baker Mayfield because I said sit him last week, and I was wrong. Um, all right, running back, I would start Cam Akers. Uh, he's playing the Jets. That's all you really need to know. And then I would sit whoever plays for the Dolphins because, honestly, you're in the playoffs. It's about trust. Don't trust any of the, don't trust any of the Dolphins running backs right now. I, and, you know, you don't know who's going to get the carries. Just don't, don't trust it. I mean, if you have to, you have to. But maybe I'm in if he's going to play, sure. But um, I just wouldn't do it because, it's, again, it's about trust in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you could probably say the same thing about the Colts backfield, but I'm going to stick with Jonathan Taylor. He goes against Houston. He's had terrible defense against the run. Uh, you know, it seems like the Colts tend to go for whoever has the hottest hand, and unless Jonathan Taylor puts us all wrong in Houston, uh, he's the guy who's with the rock. Um, and then for sitting, I would probably – I would sit Tom uh, – sorry, Todd. Uh, Todd Gurley versus the Bucks. Um, you know, he's quietly been in the top five in rushing for the year. Uh, but um, the Bucks defense, I mean, the whole – that line, JPP and Shaq Barrett and all, uh, Devin White, I mean, they've been showing up pretty well against the run. Uh, they did pretty well against the Elton Cook this past week. So, uh, I would I would sit Todd Gurley this week if, if you have him on your team. I, I have him in my, one of my dynasty leagues. Um, I'm probably not going to play him this week. Uh, speaking of Todd – or speaking of uh, the Bucks, Ronald Jones just got put on the COVID list. So, if you have Leonard Fournette, uh, he might be a pretty good start for you this week. Um, I know I have him one league where I might might actually start him. So, um, and then you got Jonathan Taylor, definitely great start for sure. Um, all right, so wide receiver, I would uh, start Robbie Anderson. Panthers, uh, I think they have to throw the ball to keep up with the Packers, and he done well last week. Um, then I would DJ Moore's maybe an option too. I would sit uh, DJ Chark though, DJ Chark, um, because even if Minshew plays, I just don't see him doing that well. Uh, they're playing the Ravens. I think they can, you know, I think that they can. Uh, uh, they can stop Chark, I think. Uh, but who's your starting set for wide receiver? Yeah, so for my starting sits, I always pick Chark for a sit. Um, I'm going to say start any L.A. Ram uh, receiver you have. Look, the, I know it's the Jets. We like to pick on the Jets, but they give a lot of points to receivers. Or seventh, uh, They give up the seventh most, most to wide receivers. I would start Cup, Woods. I mean, I would even be willing to start uh, Higby or, or, or Garrett, Jared Everett uh, just because – because uh, they had a huge, a huge week against them when they played the the Jets this past week uh, with two touchdowns. So uh, I look out for any receiving option for the LA Rams. And then I would sit, and I know you might say this must be a deep a deep league, but if you're in a PPR league, this this could be relevant. I would say any Jets receiver. Uh, I know Crowder is a popular PPR selection just because he gets a lot of passes thrown them. Uh, but Perryman, any, any of the Jets receivers, uh, if you have them in a PPR league, I, I would sit them this week against the Rams. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, all right. So tight end, I would start Logan Thomas. Uh, I think Washington, well, they'll need to move the ball against the Seahawks and uh, Thomas helps, helps a lot with that. And then I would set Hayden Hurst. He's just, uh, he's been doing bad. I mean, he just has, um, I just couldn't trust him in the playoffs. That's for sure. I, I actually released him on the last team I had him on uh, last week and I was in Yahoo. Uh, I have Logan Thomas in there now. So um, yeah, uh, start Logan Thomas, sit Hayden Hurst. And I, so I, I think I almost dropped Hayden Hurst, maybe in our sleeper league. Either way, I, I'm, I'm about close to dropping him as well, uh, completely. 
Uh, for tight end to start of the week, I would start Evan Ingram uh, against Cleveland. Look, Cleveland does not do very good tight ends. Uh, they get a lot to Mark Andrews this past week. Uh, they're actually third. Um, they have the third most points to tight ends. Uh, and on top of that, uh, Evan Ingram has been doing great. So I would start him this week against Cleveland. And I would sit Dallas Schultz. If you still have him on your team, um, I, w- I would sit him. Uh, you know, I know he's been doing well with, with Andy Dalton in there. But San Fran's really stingy when it comes to tight ends. And so I would sit Dallas Schultz if you're starting him this week. Okay. All right. Um, defensively, Brad, I would – I got two of them, actually. Two of them I can't decide between. One I, I know for sure, but the other one you might be able to take a flyer on. Um, but I would start the Bucks. I mean, you know, if Julio doesn't play – if Julio Jones doesn't play, Matt Ryan just isn't good. And Julio may not play. And if he doesn't play, then, again, Matt Ryan just isn't good. So, the Bucks is a great, uh, a great defense to play this week. And then also um, you might take a flyer on the Titans defense because Matthew Stafford may not play. And then also Frank Ragnow. The, uh, the standout center for them may not play. Um, so the Titans may actually be able to get a little pressure on them. So Jeffrey Simmons might be a guy to uh, to grab um, if you're in uh, uh, IDP or whatnot leagues. Uh, but either way, um, yeah, he, he's actually got a fractured throat. Frank Ragnow does. I've never heard of that, but uh, <laughs> sounds horrible. Um, anyways, I would sit the Cardinals defense. I just expect a high-scoring game against the Eagles. Yeah, I, I think they're both good. I actually was going to go with the Rams who are playing the Jets, but then I thought, well, let me let me look outside the box a little bit. Um, I'm actually going to say I would do I, – I would start Buffalo against Denver. I know Drew Locke just came off a four-touchdown, no-interception uh, performance, but uh, Buffalo is looking good on defense. Uh, I know it's against the Steelers, but I, I would trust them here. Uh, and I would sit in New Orleans versus Kansas City. Uh, I know New Orleans is supposed to be a great defense. You know, I, I think I even said the starting last week against Philadelphia. Uh, and uh, they were they were not good. Uh, so I would I, I think Kansas City would probably take pretty easy care of the New Orleans defense this week. Okay, uh, my golden star of the week is T. Y. Hilton, or some call him T. Y. Houston. Um, he just always owns the Texans. He's a great start this week. So uh, go start him. Yeah, I picked him up in our sleeper league. I don't know who dropped him. I picked him up. He's been getting some some good points for me. Uh, I, I'm playing I'm playing him against you in the Yahoo league. Just saying. Got you. Cool, cool. The one you're gonna lose. Okay. Uh, my goal of the week is, is uh, Lamar Jackson. I know a lot of people have lost faith in him as the season has progressed. Uh, he did really well against Cleveland, and they're playing Jacksonville. So, um, if he wants to finish the season on a strong note, I think uh, this is going to be another week to, to kind of add to what has been somewhat of a uh, forgettable season for him. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Let's give our Week 15 power rankings again. Good luck to everyone in their fantasy football playoffs. Uh yeah, it should be it should be fun. Hopefully, you can make it to the championship. If you do, uh, you've been taking our advice, and that's why you made it there. Then, um, if you're winning any, if you have any winnings at all, then uh, contact us. You can buy a t-shirt or something. I don't know, or you can always donate to uh, just I don't know. Anyways, all right. So, uh, we 15 power rankings uh, for me. I got the Chiefs at number one. They stay at number one. Uh, good win over the Dolphins. Should have probably won by more, but it is what it is. Bills, I got the Bills moving up two spots to number two, Brad. Uh, they've been looking really, really good, uh, so I like them a lot. Number three, I have the Rams. They move up three spots. That's right. They jump the next team, number four. I Look, I'm high on the Rams. I think they're the best team in the NFC right now, and I think they're the team to beat in the NFC. Number four is another team to beat in the NFC and might, and might be the better team. I don't know. We'll see. Defensively, I don't think so. But uh, number four, I have the Packers. They move up one spot. 
Um, good win over the Lions. Probably should have won by more, but it is what it is. Number five, I have the Steelers. They moved down three spots. Yes, you do lose to a good team in the Bills, but I that offense is just – that offense worries me, Brad. It, it really does. Um, and then, you know, there's no run game right now. And uh, I don't know. The defense should be fine. But, um, but yeah, I, I, they can't afford to lose anyone else, that's for sure. Number six, I have the Saints. They moved down three spots as well. Surprising loss to the Eagles, but it's the Eagles who only have, what, four wins, five wins now, five wins now. Yeah, you, uh, either way, yeah, you, you just can't you just can't do that. Yeah, you just, you just can't do that. So, um, and then number seven, I have the Titans. They move up one spot. Uh, they actually, I mean, you know, a, a dominant win over the Jags like they should. Uh, and then number eight, I have the Browns. They drop down one spot here. Uh, just kind of flip-flopping them because of records. But the Browns played a really good game against the Ravens, and honestly, I probably could have kept them at number seven. But, uh, but yeah, I'll move the Titans up one, move them down one. The Colts stay at number nine. Uh, I mean, again, they, they – I mean, they continue to win. They beat the Raiders. Uh, probably uh, didn't end the Raiders' season, obviously, but uh, they may have. Um, number ten, the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, they just – they dismantled the – the Jets, but it's the Jets. It's just they're not – the Jets aren't a good enough team for me to move the Seahawks up any. But now if they lost, they might have – they would move down for sure. But the Seahawks stay at number 10. Number 11, I got the Bucks. They stay where they are. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they get the win over the Vikings, but honestly they might have got lucky. Uh, Dan Bailey um, is the player of the game for the Bucks, I think. Either way, number 12, I have the Ravens. They move up one spot. A good win over the Browns here. The Ravens staying alive for that number seven seed, if not higher, in the in the uh, NFL playoffs or in the AFC side, that is. So, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the Ravens, look, I mean, you know, um, Lamar Jackson just shows that uh, when you clean out your bowel system, you play better. Number 13, I got the Dolphins. They moved down one spot. I mean, they lose to the Chiefs. I mean, it's not like they lost to the Jets. So, um, can't move them down too far. Number 14, I got the Cardinals. They were not ranked before. They are ranked now. And then number 15, I have the Washington football team, Brad. They weren't ranked, but they are now. Washington, ah, hey, looking like a team that could upset somebody in the first round. Yeah, what so is your as we as we, uh, as as you went through those, I was circling where we had uh, the same the same teams in the same places, and it's only five. But that's okay though, right? Just add to the drama. So that's good. Uh, so Kansas City is one for me. Look, I think the thing I like about the Chiefs is that uh, throughout the the Steelers going eleven to zero, and I, and I get it. You're like, well, they're showing it now, but I mean, they're just they're getting de- demolished because of their injuries. Uh, but I, I mean, Kansas City is good regardless. They had a really close game against Miami. Um, Pittsburgh's number two. Look, I know their offense in shambles right now, but they only have two losses. Um, I think if they fix those, I, I think they can right, be up, right, they can still be at number two. Uh, Bills, I had them moving up two spots, number three. Uh, you know, the Bills are good. Uh, the Bills are like a really good team. Maybe right now, being being the only uh, the only person that can contend, only team that can contend with KC. Uh, because they are healthy and they're looking good. Uh, number four, the Saints, they only dropped one. I know they lost to the Philly team, but, uh, you know, they don't have Drew Brees in right now. And, honestly, the Packers, you know, they, they I, to me, I didn't think they were super impressive against the, the Lions. I mean, the Lions had a chance there at the end to, 
to tie it up and go into overtime. Um, but Packers number five, they moved they move down one spot. I moved the Rams up to number six. Uh, you know, yes, I still, still have them behind the Saints and Packers. And the main reason is because of Jared Goff. Um, I think if they had another quarterback in there, maybe another run game is going strong, Cam Akers. I know their defense is excellent. Their, their defense is ranked third in the league. Uh, but uh, my, my the question mark there is, is Jared Goff. Um, and that was their question mark going into the Super Bowl. And we saw what happened there against the Patriots. So that's my only worry if I'm a Rams fan. Uh, number seven is the Browns. I moved them down one spot. I know they lost to the Ravens. Uh, it was a close game. I mean, went back and forth most of the game. Uh, and their run game's good. Uh, their defense just – and the same thing with the Titans. I think, I think the Browns and Titans are very similar teams. Um, you might disagree with me there, sir, but – and that's fine. Uh, the Titans, I moved them about two spots to number eight. Uh, but, yes, they dominated the Jags, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's the Jags. Um, and I know I picked the Jags this past week, but I was also up by 18 at one point, and I thought, well, what the heck. Um, and then uh, Colts, this is a spot that you had them in, number nine. They don't move a, they don't move up or down for me. They stay where they're at. Uh, number 10, the Seahawks, they move up one for me. Uh, yes, they beat the Jets. Yes, it's an easy win. I just, uh, I just didn't like how they looked against the Eagles. Divisional game, whatever. Um, number eleven is the Dolphins. They moved down three spots. I don't want to jump them any further because yes, they lost to the Chiefs, but at the same time, they've probably been the best defense. Now, granted, they go thirty-three points. Uh, one of them was a punt return for a touchdown uh, in Hardman. But I mean, I don't know the last time Patrick Mahomes thrown three interceptions in a game in the, in the NFL, um, and so. Uh, I, I like that Dolphins defense. Um, and so I, I want to kick them out. I drew moving on three spots, 11. Number 12 is the Ravens. I moved them up two spots. I like them a little bit better than the Bucks, And that's why I had them one spot ahead of the Bucks. Bucks are 13. Uh, I just think the Ravens have a, a better run game right now. Um, you know, obviously, they do have Lamar Jackson. That helps. But J.K. Dobbins isn't a bad running back either. Uh, the Bucks are, are 13. They moved down a spot. Look, they really should have lost that game to Minnesota. I know you win a game, you win a game. But – the same time, uh, that's not going to fly in the playoffs. And so I dropped them down 1 to 13. Uh, 14, I had the Cardinals. Uh, that's the spot that you had them in. Uh, they weren't ranked. They're 7 and 6. They're one of the few 7 and 6 teams that you can actually put in the number 14 spot. Uh, I have a lot of questions on them, but at this point in the season, I think they can very well be ranked 14. And then number 15 is the Washington football team, just like you had them. But they're the winners of four straight. And if I was looking at their schedule earlier, and out of their last eight games, uh, they're 5 and 3. Uh, they won four straight, and their three losses were a total of seven points. So they lost by three, by three, and by one. And so, I mean, they very well could be winners of eight straight. Uh, they're not, uh, but it just shows you how good they've been since they've had Alex Smith in there at quarterback. Um, and their defense is great. Their whole defensive line is a bunch of first-round picks. Um, and so uh, right now they're the hottest team. If, if I'm anybody playing them the remaining of the season and even going into the playoffs, if they, if they can clinch it, uh, I'd be worried about the Washington football team. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. I just think that they're a team that people could potentially sleep on because of their record and uh, and uh, go into a trap game. Hey, I agree. I agree. If they beat the Seahawks, Brad, if they beat the Seahawks, most likely they'll go into the top ten. And uh, that'll be interesting because, I mean, they've got a 500 record, you know. Um, but, uh, who? I mean, do we really expect a, a team from the NFC East to have a 500 record too like that that's the thing that's you true. know that's true <laughs> um all right so week 15 preview brad let's pick three games that we're most interested in watching my first one's bears versus vikings um why well it's a divisional game of course but 
Um, both of these teams. The loser, again, I don't want to say it's officially out, but I think the loser is officially out. Um, not, you know, not, not technically, but I think that they are. Um, so the loser of this game, I, I don't think he's going to make the playoffs um, for sure. Um, so, yeah, Bears versus Vikings. This is uh, this is kind of a playoff game in a way, you know, because if you – I mean, if you lose it, you're out. Yeah, I mean, this is the same thing. I, my my first, number one game is KC versus NOLA. I know that's a good afternoon game, 325. Uh, I'm hoping I can get it here in uh, Kentucky. Uh, but, I mean, the same uh, Chiefs – Granted, they won, but they, well, let's just be honest. They struggled against the Dolphins. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions. Let's reiterate that, you know. Uh, they win because of – they win ultimately because of a punt return touchdown. Um, and in New Orleans, you know, they, they struggled as of late. They just lost to Philly. Uh, they are – I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, I think the Packers might have jumped them uh, in the seeding in the NFC. Uh, so, this is a big game for them. So, uh I mean, they're both in the playoffs regardless, but I think it's a huge game when it comes to seeding. I agree. I agree. Uh, all right, my second game is Seahawks versus Washington. Um, yeah, like you said, Washington's uh, – I mean, they're, they're a team on fire right now, Seattle. Um, this could be – I mean, if Seattle were to make the – were to win the NFC West uh, – or were to not win the NFC West, I'm sorry. And this could be – this could be a, a playoff matchup, really. Um, and so we'll, we'll see, but anyways, it, this should be a pretty good game. I think, um, I think Washington's defense can slow down Russell Wilson enough to where Alex Smith, um, actually, you know, if he does play, I know he's a little, little injured or whatnot, but I think Alex Smith, uh, will be able to keep up with the Seahawks because of the Washington's defense and whatnot. So it should be a really good game. Yeah. I think I saw it somewhere. I don't think it was on our page. I know you, sometimes you post, I don't always catch it. Um, but somebody was saying that I think Russell Wilson has the highest amount of turnovers in the last uh, four or five games uh, in the NFL. And so, uh, which is pretty sad based off the team. I mean, this is supposed to be the easy part of their schedule. Um, and so, yeah, definitely a good game. I have a game here that's only on here because it's a divisional game. Uh, but it's the Pats at, at the Dolphins. Like, I know the Pats are, are kind of on their last legs. Uh, can Miami uh, finish it off and, and, and uh, had the best record they've had? And, Gosh, six, seven years. We already had Chad Pennington. And so, uh, yeah, so that's good. That's a long time ago. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see uh, if the Pats show up like they did against the Rams or uh, or if they come in, they come around and they beat Miami, uh, the Dolphins. Wait a second. The Dolphins' best record? Wait since, a second. Since Chad Pennington. Since Chad Pennington. I mean, they haven't made the playoffs oh. since Chad Pennington. I mean, that's their tendency. No, right. Ryan Tannehill got him to the playoffs, sir. It's just he was he tore his ACL. Matt Moore had to play. What? Oh, I, maybe I forgot about that. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it was a horrible game. They, I think they got like, did they play the Steelers? I, I want to say uh, they want to play the Steelers. Uh, either that or Kansas City. I don't know. Well, either way, they got they. I mean, they got like destroyed. I want to say maybe it wasn't the Steelers. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I just I remember that because Brian Tannehill was playing really well. Then he tore his ACL, and Matt Moore had to finish it out and took him to the playoffs. Didn't do anything though. All right, so um, yeah, my last one's Eagles versus Cardinals. I think it's going to be a high scoring, really fun game. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it. Oh, look at that. Oh, NFL knowledge. Boom, boom, boom. I tell you what. And then 
the Steelers won that game, the very next game is whenever Tim Tebow beat them. And no, no, that's not right. That was like that was a wild card game. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. Okay, okay. My bad on that one. But either way. All right. So either way, Eagles versus Cardinals. Uh <laughs> I was like all I was hyped for my NFL knowledge here. Anyways, um, but yes, uh Eagles versus Cardinals. Uh Jalen Hurts. Um, now I can't even think. Uh, Jalen Hurts is going to go up against uh, Kyler Murray. There we go. Um, and I think that this is going to be an interesting game, and it's probably going to be a lot of running by each quarterback. So um, it might come down to what you know, which defense can stop the which defense can stop the other quarterback from running so much. I, I think it could. Uh, but yeah, start Kyler Murray and start Jalen Hurts in fantasy football for sure. Yeah. Do you? So are you one of those people who think it's between two former? OU quarterbacks or between an OU and a former Alabama quarterback? Well, I mean, they both were at OU, so I guess it was. I guess it is between two former OU quarterbacks, right? Yeah, I guess so. I, I just know Bama's out there trying to claim them now. Uh, so, anyway, you sat them, man. I mean, you sat them. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah, so my, my third game is the Browns and the Giants. Look, I know the Giants just lost last week. They're winners of, I believe, four straight going into the last week's game. Uh, this is a big game for the Browns uh, because if they lose this game, uh, the Ravens have the tiebreaker, and uh, they could potentially go out of the playoffs just as quick as they said they were going to win the AFC North. Um, and so, good job, Miles Garrett. Um, but anyway, um, should be could be a good game to watch only because it has big playoff implications, really for both teams. I mean, the the Giants are only a game behind the, the Washington football team, and so it's a big game for both teams. Wait, who was it? Uh, who said they were going to win the AFC North? No, 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 no. Who, what was the game? Uh, the Browns at the Giants. Oh, okay. Browns, Giants. I, for some reason, I thought you said Ravens for some – okay, I was like, wait, that's next week, I think. So, I they, but either they, way. It is a tiebreaker to the Ravens in the playoff seating, so. Okay, I, I mean, if the Giants can have a bounce back game, maybe. Um, all right, Brad, that is our that is our games to, to most watch and whatnot. Brad, uh, let's predict these games, shall we? You – um. You went seven and nine last week for a record of one thirty one seven seventy six and one. I went ten and six. I shouldn't have picked the Lions and I shouldn't have picked the Pats. I would have went thirteen and or I'm sorry, twelve and four. Um, but anyways, I'm one nineteen. I'm slowly but surely coming back. I'm only down twelve right now. Um, so I mean, you never know, Brad. Uh, I'm coming. Here I come. Anyways, all right, so Chargers versus Raiders. Uh, you know, this is – I was looking at the games, right? I was like, I'm going to pre-pick them this time instead of just guessing them as we go – or guessing them, predicting them as we go. Uh, this is a hard – this is a hard matchup because uh, I think this could really go either way. Uh, but I'm going to pick the Raiders here, but I'm not super – I'm going to pick the Raiders here. Let's just do that. All right, uh, since you're taking the Raiders, I'm going to take the Chargers here. Um, Bills versus Broncos. Uh, I think it's going to – I know Drew Locke just had a great game, four touchdowns. Against the Panthers team that's really struggling without CMC and, and a good offense to back him up, uh, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with uh, the Bills here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills too. They're a little safer of a pick for sure. But, hey, hey you never know. Broncos, I don't know. Uh, I doubt it, but still. Um, Panthers versus Packers. Brad, no, I'm going to go with Packers here. Oh, you got, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with Packers. See, if CMC was playing for the Panthers – um, it'd be tempting to take the Panthers. It would, but well, we don't uh, yeah, know. He's doubtful every week. Texans though. versus Colts here. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Green Bay as well. Okay. Right, Texans, versus, Texans versus Colts, Brad. I mean, this is a divisional game. Um, yeah, but it looks I, like I know it's a divisional game. And, and last time I was like, oh, the Texans are going to win. I think this could be a really good they're, – they're, they're kind of getting, getting rolling. Uh, and then last week happened. So uh, – and they lost that game. So, I'm going to pick the Colts here. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts just because I kind of feel like the Texans have, like, given up. Um, Lions versus Titans. Uh, I'm going to go with Titans, especially since you gave me all the information earlier. Uh, <laughs> but I probably said we went with Titans either way, so I'm going to go with Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans as well here. <laughs> Who do you got between the Bears and the Vikings? Uh, this So, this is another toss-up for me uh, because I don't know the Bears – if you would have told me this three weeks ago, I would have picked the Vikings. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm actually. Let me go with Chicago here. I think. I think Mr. Trubisky, Dave Montgomery have something going right now. I'm gonna go with the Bears. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with the Bears here too. I. I just think that. Yeah, I. I agree. Uh, I think that. Yeah, they have something. They have something up. All right. See Seahawks versus Washington. Who do you have? Uh, the Seahawks are playing at Washington. Seattle usually has a really good record on the East Coast. I mean, Washington's looking really good right now. Um, let me let me go. I'm gonna go Washington here. Yeah, I. Oh man, I'm gonna take the Seahawks. I'm gonna take the Seahawks, but Washington. I won't be surprised if they win. But I'm just gonna take the Seahawks because, I mean, hey, I gotta I gotta be a little different than you. Um, Patriots versus Dolphins. Uh, I'm going the Dolphins here. I know I said that, you know, this, this is a game to watch, but I just like how the Dolphins look right now. I – man, it's hard for me because Bill Belichick against a – man. Um, I mean, this, this isn't easy because – I mean, it's Bill Belichick versus a rookie quarterback, you know, versus his old – versus his old co – or, you know, a guy used to coach for him, play for him as well. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna take the Dolphins just because it's safer, but I won't be surprised if Pats win here. Uh, Jaguars versus Ravens. Are we both taking the Ravens or the Jags? Do have Gardner Minshew playing? Uh, you know, I'm going to – I think I'm going to go with the Ravens here. I mean, the reason why they struggle with Cleveland is Cleveland has a really good run game, and Jim Robinson's been great for the Jags. Uh, but if it's a high-scoring game like they have with Cleveland, Jags can't – I mean, they can't keep up with that. Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens in this one as well. I'm going to take – yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens in that one. Uh, Buccaneers versus Falcons. Yeah, so I mean, it's a division game, uh, but I'm going to go Bucks here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. Um, what about the 49ers and Cowboys, Brad? Uh, the old school battle here. Uh, but uh, this is a game that what, got flexed out of the Sunday night spot. Is that right? I believe uh, so. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Crazy. When was the last time a Cowboys game got done that? But I'm I'm happy to see it. 
Either way, 49ers versus Cowboys. Yeah, this is 90s. I would say this is like one of those like classic NFL matchups for this 2020. Uh, you know, I, I, this is another toss-up game for me, but I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. I think I trust them just a little bit more than the 49ers. Uh, I'm definitely taking the 49ers just because I want to be different, but I have a, I have a little more faith in them. Um, all right, Eagle, Eagles versus Cardinals, Brad. Hmm. I mean, we talked about this several times already, how this is definitely could be a toss-up game here. You know, I, I like that Kyler Murray. I, I kind of like Kyler Murray's receiving options a little bit better than Jalen Hurts, and I trust him throwing the ball more than I trust Jalen Hurts. I'm going to go with the Cardinals here. You know what? I like the way the Eagles played for Jalen Hurts last week. I – but Kyler Murray's a better quarterback than Taysom Hill. I, mm, you know what? I'm going to take the Eagles just because I want to be different here. But I, I, I'm not as confident, but I, I'm going to take it. Okay. So, you know, the thing is, too, is like, I mean, the Cardinals defense goes against a, a, a Jalen Hurts-type QB every every week. So, I, I, I don't know. That makes – yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles still, though. Jets versus Rams. Uh, Rams for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go with the Rams here. All right. Chiefs versus Saints, Brad. Man, I I want to pick against the Chiefs just because I, we need that first-round bye if you're a Steelers fan. Um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here uh, just because I think if Drew Brees is playing, maybe. Uh, Drew Brees is not playing, uh, so I'm going to pick KC. I mean, this is definitely a Super Bowl type, maybe a Super Bowl preview, but without Drew Brees playing, uh, I, I'm going to take the Chiefs here. But um, I won't necessarily be surprised if the Saints win. Browns versus Giants, Brad. I'm uh, going okay. to take the Browns here. You take the Browns, okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns too. I know that was one of my games to watch for the week. I just, I don't know. The Giants are just a team that, yes, they're 4-1 they're in their last five games, uh, but they didn't – I don't know. After this past weekend, I don't trust any of the Giants players. Last game here, Brad. Steelers versus Bengals. Who do you um, – I mean, you know, any chance you get the Bengals here? If they had Joe Burrow, maybe? Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals. Yeah, I would say they had Joe Burrow. I could. I would definitely. I mean, I think I would go with Pittsburgh, but I would be nervous. But then, but then again, they had Joe Burrow, you know, a couple weeks ago, and the the Steelers took care of them. So, um, I I think it's gonna be a close game just because of the offensive struggles and all the injuries. But I'm gonna pick Pittsburgh here just because of the veterans on the team. Okay, I understand completely. Yeah. All right, Brad. An exciting Monday night football game, nonetheless, right? <laughs> At least your team's in it. So, I mean. I guess so. Oh, well. Uh, all right, Brad. Let's uh, – let's yeah, if you have a golden point of faith, let's uh, let's go to it. Yeah, so, you know, I've been kind of going through John and my – or kind of I have been going through John in my quiet time. And I've been using a lot of John for my golden points of faith. And uh, I'm going to use John again. So, uh, this week I'm using the verse John 12:25. And uh, this is the NAT. I usually use the ESV if you're in the version, such whatever. But it says, the one who loves his life destroys it, and the one who hates his life in this world guards it for eternal life. 
And so what I want to – and I'll reread that towards the end there. But what I want to say here is that, you know, when I think of this verse and I try to think of it related to sports, uh, you know, I think of it as the physical condition you need to be in. Uh, lately, uh, you know, well, before I even get to the, the, the latest example of, of that, but, you know, when Big Ben, when he come, every time he comes back from the offseason, he says, you know, he's gained 60 pounds and he, it's just, he's just not in good condition. He doesn't do good in the offseason. And then you see the Rockets the other night, I believe it was last night, and James Harden looks like uh, he had a couple more Twinkies than he needed to in the offseason. So, uh, you know, uh, physical discipline is important. For, for athletes, you know, if you uh, – he's just one of the athletes that, that tend to come back in the offseason out of shape. This is the first time I've really seen him do that. But uh, there are lots of athletes out there who come back after the offseason who need to lose weight, uh, gain some weight. Uh, you see Zion Williamson uh, this past offseason comes back. He comes back like 50 pounds lighter. Uh, he look, and he's looking good. Um, but either way, uh, you see a lot of players either come back overweight or underweight or, or uh, lost the weight, but either way, it's their choice to do that in the offseason. And, uh, you know, as an athlete, uh, if you enjoy too much of Twinkies, uh, maybe like James Harden has lately, um, you, you're going you're gonna to gain some weight. Uh, you might lose your starting position. You may even get cut from the team. Uh, if you can't discipline yourself, and, and your performance is going to show. Uh, but at the same time, those who are willing to give up sweets, those who are willing to uh, not travel so they can work out and condition uh, their body, um, those who, who eat healthy, um, even when they can eat a cheeseburger, uh, which is my problem most of the time, but, um, you know, they're usually in good condition and ready to go, and they have a chance to make a difference. Uh, you've seen that a lot. I mean, you might see that with Zion this year in the NBA uh, with all that weight he's lost. And, and just like that, it says in verse 25, it says, the one who loves his life destroys it, the one who hates his life in this in this world guards it for eternal life. So pretty much what he's saying is that, you know, if we're living for the world, so we're we're, li we're living to please man, we're living to like we indulge in uh, maybe we overeat. That's one of my. I'm just gonna be real transparent with you. That's one of my one of my issues. But uh, you know, you're, you're digging into all, all the maybe you overeat or maybe uh, you're trying to keep up with the Joneses and buy the, the newest car, the nicest house. The, you're getting your kids all the newest things, um, and really. But it says if you do that, you ultimately lose your life because you're not you don't focus on eternal life. You're not you're not living for Jesus, you're living for yourself. And all this stuff I can't go with you when, when we when we leave this earth. And so it says the one who hates his life in this world guards it for eternal life. So those who give up things, I know a lot of times people are like, oh, Christianity is just a bunch of these do's and don'ts. Uh, and really it's not. Uh, there's there's rules in place to help you. You know, just like an athlete, he, there's a rule, you know, don't eat don't eat don't eat treats. Or uh, uh, sweet treats, uh, you know. Focus on a lot of protein. Uh, maybe eat a lot. Maybe use some carbs before before a, a game. Uh, and that's not there to say you have. You know, we, we want you to hate sports. It's there to say if you want to succeed, you have to do X. And just like that in the Christian life, if you want, if you're living for eternal life, our focus should be on eternal life. What are we doing to spread the name of Jesus? Are, are we are we sharing the gospel with people? Are we serving in our church? Are we going to church? Um, do we have a relationship with Jesus Christ? There, there, there's several things to just think about. Are we giving up watching a show because of the amount of obscenity and, and maybe, uh, you know, nudity in it? Or, or maybe there's just different things that, that just contradict what the Bible says. And so I just challenge you as you go along, just think of verse 25. The one who loves his life destroys it, and the one who hates his life in this world guards it for eternal life. So let's focus on eternal life and things that matter 
in the long run, it's the things that are temporary and don't get don't get to go to heaven with us or or, or to hell wherever we're, we're we're gonna go when we die. Amen, Brad. Amen. Welcome to Golden Point Sports Podcast. You can find us on Apple, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, and more. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Let us know what you thought in your comments. And go rate us and give us reviews on any other podcast site you listen to. Again, thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode.